Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are uh, we're going to give credit where credit is due. You know, when somebody accomplishes something, even if they didn't mean to, you want to acknowledge it. You want to say, hey, you did this. Good for you. So today, we are going to thank former President Donald J. Trump for something. We, we are going to acknowledge a contribution that he made to the United States that many have tried and many have failed to accomplish. We are going to thank dear leader. So, the United States is a pretty right-wing country overall. It's so right-wing, in fact, that uh, the American left, the major party that is viewed as the left, is actually still right-wing. It's center-right. The Democratic Party is not left. It's not leftist. It, it's center-right. Okay. Even those who are viewed as uh, the, the far left in the Democratic Party are generally still center-right. Somebody like AOC. Taxing capitalism to provide people the basic needs that you know they have um, that's social democracy. It's still right-wing. Now, it's close to actually crossing over into leftism, but it's still right-wing. Because of this fact, it was really hard to discuss anything left-leaning in the United States. You couldn't really do it. You couldn't talk about leftism in the U.S. Because people heard words like socialism, and they had a connotation that was associated with it that was based on rhetoric and propaganda. They didn't have an understanding of the ideology. It made it impossible to talk about leftist causes. Real leftist. Couldn't do it. And that had a whole lot to do with people being firmly rooted in a positive view of capitalism. They looked at capitalism and they heard the parts that appealed to them. You know, if you work hard enough, everybody's going to get what they want and blah, 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 blah. Donald Trump changed all that. Donald Trump altered that dynamic because he broke an unspoken rule and he called people socialist. He talked about leftists. Because of that, people wanted to understand what those terms mean. It made it possible to discuss it. It also is altering the Republican Party. The party of millionaires and billionaires and temporarily embarrassed millionaires and billionaires. It's changing the way they view things. In 2019, under Trump, there was a poll conducted asking young Republicans how they viewed the word capitalism. And 81% had a positive view of capitalism. Two years later, today, that number is down to 66%. And it's not just a, uh, a desire to be distanced from that word. It's not an anecdotal thing. It's not based on propaganda. There's some understanding of an injustice. Because today, 56% of young Republicans aged 18 to 34 
want the government to pursue policies to reduce the wealth gap. That's not super capitalist at all. A lot of this is due to Trump. Because he talked about these terms. He used them. So people wanted to understand them. We joked about it. I know we did. We all said that he was doing it. He was accomplishing more than most leftists. Turns out it was true. In 2019, overall, all Americans, most, had a positive view of capitalism, 58%. Today, it's not even half. 49% have a positive view of capitalism. React positively to that word. These are pretty big shifts. These are notable. And in large part, it's due to Trump. Him calling things left and radical left, socialism, his ignorance of ideology and branding things, whatever he wanted, apparently socialism is when the government does stuff, it helped uh, mainstream these words. Now, to be clear, 99.9% of the time, when Trump called something socialism, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. But it helped familiarize the American populace with these terms. Um, now, the other thing that played into this was that whole giant public health thing that we had, you know. And the wealthier among us in the United States, they kind of uh, followed Trump's lead on the rhetoric. They leaned into the idea that previous propaganda would make these terms something that people wouldn't accept. They wouldn't want to be associated with them. So they came out and, I mean, mask off, said some pretty wild stuff. Yeah, I know, we know everything is really bad out there, but you need to get to work. Nobody cares about grandma. Sacrifice yourself on the altar of the stock market. Grandparents should be willing to go to preserve this system. That didn't sit right with a whole lot of people. That combined with Trump saying that this was the alternative. It helped mainstream socialism. It helped mainstream that idea. He didn't mean to. We, we all know that. But at the end of the day, when you look at how the Trump years were, for the capitalist class, I mean, yeah, overall it was pretty well, went, went, went pretty well for them because, you know, he did a lot for them with tax breaks and stuff like that. But he helped expose people to alternatives. He widened the discussion by trying to villainize it. Like most things, the president accomplishes, he didn't mean to. But, at the same time, the fact that 56% of young Republicans want policies to reduce the wealth gap. That's notable. That's something that, yeah, it's still going to be right-wing stuff. It's going to be social democracy. But young Republicans are warming to these ideas. And it's because of Trump. It's because Trump put that rhetoric out there. Trump cast himself as the anti-socialist. And because so many people were anti-Trump, 
the alternative was socialism. And people are leaning into it now. It's interesting. It's definitely worth noting. And it's something that will probably alter the dynamics of the GOP 10 years from now. It's going to be really hard to paint yourself as the party of the working man when people understand that the policies being pursued are those that are designed to keep them where they're at. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.